0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: You are listening
2: to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line.
1: Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, but welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your instant reaction Texas Tech defeating the Baylor Bears 24-23 tonight in Lubbock. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Hello, everybody. It's a win. It is a win. It is. It's a win.
2: It's a last-second, dramatic, titanic music, all-day Garibay,
1: making you feel good kind of win. Yeah, on the foot of a kicker, no less, Texas Tech pulls a one-point victory out. That that Matt Wells one-score record one game better at home. (laughs) That's right. we, We were noticing that much better at home in terms of one game, one point or one score wins for Matt Wells. Put another one into that column. Texas tech scores 24 points, 12 points in the fourth quarter alone, holding Baylor scoreless in that last period to secure the victory. Michael, we will talk about Texas tech playing two quarterbacks tonight. Um, why how Bowman had a 300 point swing in his quarterback rating over the night <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, how both Henry Columbia and Alan Bowman uh, essentially had better QBRs than Charlie Brewer did tonight um, talk about your running backs who were again phenomenal um, the return of a couple I wouldn't say missing but uh, receivers that hadn't played in a few weeks, their their return and their impact on the game today, um, all that and more. Fellas, the wait is over. Football is in full effect. As you know, this Texas Tech is now eight games through their season, two more left. Many teams threaten their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great signup bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
2: All right, guys, listen up because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hairs sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as you keep the rest of your body looking. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. The nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, trademark, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in these delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 30 360-degree rotary dual blade system. 9,000 RPM, That's that's like way beyond nascar territory i'm not even sure it's intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof which makes for easy operation and cleaning the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium ion battery that lasts for 90 minutes of use have you ever pulled your nose hairs out with your fingers (laughs) that might hurt worse than it nicking your nether regions that sounds pretty it does hurt and for whatever reason it makes your eyes water and it makes you sneeze I don't know. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the weed whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code com. What are you waiting for?
1: Go Wacky and All right, Michael, let's start with the decision, the rumors we heard early in the week that Texas Tech would play both quarterbacks. Remind us your initial take, your reaction to seeing that. Um, what are we doing? What
2: are we doing? What the hell are we doing? (laughs) That was my initial reaction. I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it because I watched it happen. The thing that I don't understand the most is that it sort of worked. And I had no confidence going into this game that it would work at all. Um, You know, confidence was shot when Bowman's first pass attempt
1: is a pick six. His very first pass attempt. Throw, uh, which, throws the only touchdown for texas tech until late in the game
2: sorry oh, well the, the only <laughs> touchdown in the game for a while
1: <laughs> yeah
2: but but yeah he had a you alluded to this earlier he, after that one play he had a negative 200 quarterback rating
1: yeah uh I imagine that's as as low as it gets. It's got to be it. I mean, the, the worst
2: possible thing is for you to get out there, throw one pass to the other team, and they return it for a touchdown. That's got to be worst-case scenario. Negative 200 is kind of what breaks. It's got to be what breaks the
1: quarterback rating system. Bowman ends up at a positive 118.3. Uh, obviously, that's better than Charlie Brewer. We said that he was 107. Henry Columbia had a reasonable 102.6. Guys, there was not a single passing touchdown today except for the pick six. <laughs> that was the yeah, only was thrown the only ball one. that was scored a touchdown. There were, uh, they scored 23 points on one touchdown. What?
2: Oh, I got it. One offensive okay. touchdown. Um, How many extra points did they kick, Spencer? Oh, <laughs> okay. Never mind. I got it.
1: Texas Tech scored two offensive touchdowns. Um, so we'll get to the defense here in a little bit. Giving up only one touchdown on the defense, you feel pretty good. You, you do end up win this game. Um but you needed some some heroics. there, some titanic music heroics. Um so yeah, I I remember when when we heard uh the rumors that Texas Tech was going to be playing two quarterbacks. Uh I talked about that with with Rob Bro and what what has Henry Columbia done that would say you have no confidence in him what has Alan Bowman done that says he should get the job back? Um, and after that first drive from Bowman, we were like, Holy crap. Like, <laughs> like you wanted to try to be smart and, and like mix things up. Well, you're done through a pick six on the first time that you, you put out your, uh, your replaced QB one in Alan Bowman. Um, Columbia does come back in and start a number of drives following that, which makes sense. I don't think Wells could have uh, effectively defended that at the moment. Had uh, had Bowman stayed out there after the pick six and the offense not done well. Um, he went back to Columbia. He, he went through several more drives, like I said. Um, and then Bowman comes out. And I believe it was that drive uh, that tex scored their first offensive touchdown, which was halfway through the third quarter, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was. And
0: Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only fourteen ninety-five dollars 95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
1: I could stay here forever.
0: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: I mean, they just drove right down the field. It was kind of a weird, the way I thought about it was, it was almost like a at exact opposite of what happened in Ames. You know, the offense just looked—they couldn't get anything going—and then backup QB came in. And the, of course, in Ames it was the fourth quarter, but backup QB came in the third quarter and gave them one of the best drives of the day, and they scored their first offensive touchdown. Yeah, or their first touchdown period. So it was, uh it was just kind of the exact opposite of that, and in that extent at least. Of course, Tech won the game. That's huge. And the game wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, completely out of hand at that point by any means. But I, I I stand by the the thought of I don't know why this worked. I don't know how it worked. I don't know if it will ever work again. But it did work tonight. You know, Bowman got over that pick six and, you know, he finished 14 for 23, not setting the world on fire there. But did just enough, got some good balls to uh, Keyshawn Carter. I think Vasher actually made an appearance. Rigdon made a couple appearances. We hadn't seen that guy in a long time on that last drive. He had two catches, two really crucial ones. You know, Bowman played well. Yeah, he felt like his arm strength was kind of a little back on today. I, er, well, I, this is- I noticed a little change.
1: I, I, I think what we saw uh, previously is when he would go deep, like there was just there was no chance. Uh and it was usually he was overthrown. That was still guys. There. Um <laughs> tonight he hit Eric comment down the sideline. It was a little underthrown, but Ezukama had enough space that he's able to turn around, make the catch. Uh he's still moving when we turned around. It's not like he didn't like stop. Um but he turned around to not overrun the pass. Uh and then he did have a couple of overthrown balls into the corner. Um, you know T.J. Vasher had six targets. I I believe three of them were were into the end zone and he he didn't catch any of those. Um, but you want to overthrow into the end zone than you do anywhere else. Uh, (laughs) you don't want to throw it short and have that intercepted. But, um, but yeah, like you mentioned it, Keyshawn Carter came back. He had seven catches on the night. He was your leading receiver with 84 yards. Um, Seven catches on seven targets. It did look like he went down on that last drive with a shoulder injury. Um, not it was not the arm that had the elbow brace, unfortunately, is the other one. Uh, he picked up a, a big first down and then he was tackled. He landed on his shoulder, very much like how Bowman went down against Arizona last year. Um, Jalen Polk had several really crucial catches, one there up the sideline to get another first down on that last drive. Um, he had five catches. Eric Kanma had two catches for 55 yards. Uh, one of them being that 46 yard t- catch we just talked about a second ago. TJ Vasher had two catches. Rigdon had two catches. Um, Roderick Roger Thompson had one catch for 30 yards. Uh, Travis Coons had one catch for 21 yards. Um, John Holcomb, that guy, he had one target. Had he caught that, it would have been a passing touchdown. Uh, he was wide open over the middle, got behind the defense. And I don't know if it like it got to him or whatever. Um, but it clanked off his hands. Uh, he would have scored uh, there. Um, okay, speaking of scoring. So Taj Brooks had two rushing touchdowns. Um, so Roger Thompson had zero, although that he could have had one. Uh, on that last drive, on third down with, uh, what was that, it was 44 seconds. Uh, Baylor had taken a timeout right before, uh, you know, at a third and long, trying to get the ball back. Uh because had uh, Texas Tech kicked a field goal. At that point, they would have had, you know, 30-ish seconds uh, w- with, you know, the time to mount their own drive. Baylor calls the timeout. Yost calls a running play to Sir Roderick Thompson um, and it works out. I think the thought was if you didn't, you're you going to run off more time on the clock than if you had thrown the ball. Um, and had you thrown the ball and got it complete. You would have forced Baylor to take their, their final timeout. But you knew that uh, you're going to kind of force the issue there. Sir so Roger Thompson takes the ball um, from the 22 breaks a 15 yard run. So picks up the first down breaks free of the defense he made one last move inside the 10, had a clear shot into the end zone, and then took a slide. Um, my first thought was, holy crap, that looks like it was coached. Like he was told to do that. And I was like, hopefully not, man. Hopefully you weren't coaching your players to not take the easy points there. Um, it happened
2: so fast to me. I didn't know. I, I thought he had tripped or, or something. I thought something had happened to make him do that. And then. I think I saw the Slack chat because y'all were ahead of me and, and talking about, wait, did he, he slid, didn't he? And then I saw the replay and I thought, yeah, he obviously, there was nothing, nothing there that caused that aside from sheer will.
1: Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it, he did slide. It was, uh, I guess confirmed Alan Bowman, uh, in the postgame press conference said that that was a play they had been working on for several weeks. Um, and I think it may be the product of, of, of the Texas game where you saw Sir Roderick thompson break off that long 75 yard touchdown um where had he not scored on that drive you could have run off more clock eaten off some of texas's timeouts Uh, that game likely ends differently um so with the results hindsight here yeah it makes sense to do that um what doesn't make sense to me, and it's because I just don't—I I don't have the confidence in in the special teams—is that this has been this has been something that Texans had been working on for several weeks. This is what Bowman said; they've been working on this play for weeks. Um, meaning they were ready to turn the game over to the kicker. Your first time kicker? Well, no, like it, it, not just tonight, but like this is something that they've been preparing oh, for. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And Jonathan Garibay, good gravy, dude! Like, welcome to Texas Tech. Uh, you know, um, hero status. But like, how did you try to like? like how did you stay with, with Trey Wolf? Like, would you still be confident enough in taking a, a field goal there instead of just trying to take, take the touchdown? Um, I don't know. I I I disagree with the with the call. It makes like I I can understand it. Uh, obviously it worked out, but I mean, had, (laughs) had Sir Roger Thompson slid there and Texas tech ends up not getting any points on that drive because they missed the field goal. Um, then we're like, why are you teaching? Like, why do you have so much confidence in your special teams after what they've done this year that you were giving up a walk-in touchdown with, it would have left Baylor with, I think we figured something like 35 seconds, uh,
2: And they I think would have two needed. timeouts. I think they had two timeouts. Because they on I think the only one they called was during that drive. I'm I'm scrolling through to try to find. So they they had they would have had thirty seven seconds with two timeouts. No, it was only one. To get in field goal range. No, it, it well it,
1: the broadcast could have been wrong, but they they said that when before Sir Roger Thompson's run on third down, that Baylor had taken their second timeout. So it would have left Baylor like they you're l- totally right. I was looking fourth quarter only. Sorry. No, you're good. So they would have 30 seconds or so with a timeout to go and kick a field goal. Um, again, all this to say, I, I, don't, I don't have the confidence in our special teams going into today to have that be the plan in place or to have my thought be, if this scenario pops up, let's do it. Um, it worked out. We're not, we're, not, uh, we're not saying, you know, here in hindsight looking at another loss and a weird special teams or you know a weird coaching decision led up by a special teams disaster like what are you thinking that's not what happened tonight obviously which is interesting that this has been something they've been working on for a couple of weeks now um and i guess all that to say i'm grateful it worked out but
2: Yeah, I still, you know, at first, before we started recording, I I was trying to do the math and think, okay, let's say Tech scored there. And then let's also say that they didn't convert on the extra point. um, Because they, so that would have been 20, let's see, where were they? They had 21 points going into that. So it would have been 27, 23. So, So, okay. Baylor still, like Baylor would have needed
1: a touchdown regardless.
2: Yeah, Baylor would have needed a touchdown no matter what, so they would have had to drive with 38 seconds and one timeout to score a touchdown. I think you take that chance. I think you try to take the points and and go for it. But it worked. You you know, it worked out. That's that's fine. But I, I just don't. I don't get the the mantra of practicing for that all the time when. You didn't even have the confidence yourself to to trot your kicker out there till this game to do some of this stuff. Um, Tech even went for it on fourth down in their own red zone early in the game and got it. I think it was fourth and two or something, wasn't it? Uh, first or second quarter. And then I think they ended up kicking a field goal anyway. I may be wrong on that, but, y- you know, it's just – it's mixed signals the whole time you're getting in the red zone and all year it's been about a coin flip, whether or not Wells is going to attempt to field goal or go for it on fourth down. But yet they've been practicing this scenario to where the point is to get a, a favorable position for a last second field goal who you suddenly have confidence in making.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I, said, I don't know where, where that confidence comes from. No. Um, i because again, Bowman said they worked on that for, for several weeks. Good, it worked out. They didn't have Garibay ready to go for several weeks. Otherwise, he would not have like today would not have been his first start. Um, or you know, he would not have taken over full time for all of the kicking duties. This guy, this dude, punted, did the kickoffs, did the field goals. Like he was out there as much as anybody else tonight. Um, he was four for four on field goals, although he did not make one that wasn't counted because it was negated by. Uh, an offsides, you know, a, a false start. Um, so he had a, a 41 that was negated and he, he drilled the, the the attempt after that for 46, the 25 yarder to win the game, 28 and a 48, his first Texas tech, his first collegiate field goal was 48 yards. Probably the windiest part of the day. Like yeah, that ball had the, the most parts. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the most opportunity to be affected by the wind. Uh, and I remember thinking about the second one cause it showed it pretty, pretty clearly they were driving in the North part of the end zone or the North end zone. Um, and he kicked it into the wind cause it was a cross breeze going from, uh, the, the West side to the East side from West to East. So he kicked it Northwest basically. And the wind blew it back <laughs> at almost like a 45 degree angle back through the middle of the upright. It's like, wow, that was professionally done. <laughs> <laughs> to, fortuitous to navigate like it's a 28 yard field goal, but that thing had, had some curve to it. Um, but yeah, then he had five punts where he averaged 50 yards, a punt one inside the, the 20, three of them went for 50 yards. Um, and like I said, he did all of the kickoffs too. So he had a great punt, go out
2: of bounds at like the five or the seven or something. And mm-hmm. I th- we're driven by the search for better.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right
2: now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time.
1: Was late in the game i mean i love that I,
2: that's aside from awesome punt plays i mean you know if we're talking awesome punt plays the, the number one of course is the one that bounces at the one and then goes straight up in the air about 30 feet and then the fielding unit catches it right there but the other one is the one that just dribbles out of the corner of the you know right, right in front of the pylon or something to where it's not even really returnable it just kind of flops out over there and mm-hmm. I, I wish and, and hope that maybe you know if mcnamara is out again garabay could maybe he's got that sideline punt down that's not even going to be returnable even if somebody gets over there to it
1: yeah um so i would assume that mcnamara is out for health reasons in terms of like probably on the, on the covid list because he and trey wolf were both marked as unavailable for today um, also unavailable was Maverick McIver. So had the quarterback uh, experiment not worked out, I was like, does Texas Tech have anybody else to play? I was like, no, you don't. Because QB three is out. Uh, he was unavailable today. QB four, uh, who, who we assume is Donovan Smith, is, is shut down for the season after uh, surgery. You've got the the walk-on from he- here in Lubbock as QB five. <laughs> but I don't think this guy was ready to go. Take the snaps. Um Columbia finished the day nine of 15 for 76 yards. So he, he was not really good through the air. Um, I mean, Bowman was okay. He was 14, 23. Like we said, Um, it felt like there were times when your offense got rolling. It had very little to do with the quarterbacks. It was more to do with the, the running backs and the offensive line, just being effective enough. Uh, Sergeant Thompson had six, nine yards. Dodge Brooks had 48, the two of them combined for 27 carries. Um, you had 39 carries tonight and 38 passes. I I think at one point you were like two to one ratio of run to to pass. At Um, halftime, you definitely were, I think it was very close to it. Uh, Tech picked up a majority of their, their passing yards. You had 257 passing yards. Uh, if I'm reading this right, you had 145 passing yards in the fourth quarter. um, yeah, you you had 16 passes for 145 yards, nine rushes for 38 yards. You were 10 of 16 um in the fourth quarter.
2: You were Yeah, he he had a very effective fourth quarter. And that's why I was kind of surprised, you know, 14 of 23. It seemed like it would be better than that and that's because he Bowman really you know, he, show, he shined, I was about to say shown, He don't know. He did well in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, um, so on on the defensive side, uh, your your past defense gave up 153 yards, um, which is half of their season total, or season average. That that number that, that Michael likes to update us on every week, um, I mean, it's twice what you yeah, gave up it, to D.C., which was only 70-something yards, but 153 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. You can live with that. Two hundred seven yards on the ground. I mean, it's not ideal, um, but especially when seventy six are from Charlie Brewer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you give up one offensive touchdown on the day, just one. Do uh, is a one in four Baylor team. Get that, but your defense—the past couple games—you feel like have played well enough to win you some games, and today it definitely helped. When your offense was only able to put up twenty four. But your offense gave up, what is that, uh, 17 points tonight? Your, your defense? Yeah. 16 it. points. It was 16 points. One touchdown, three field goals. That's not bad.
2: No, and, and you know, the, the red zone, Baylor was effective in the red zone three out of three times, but... Texas Tech was five of five. Yes, but I think the... <laughs> it's I never, I don't take as much stock into that when it's mostly field goals. Uh, you know, and that was, that was this game, lots of field goals, but it, it's not great that Baylor was a hundred percent in the red zone, but at least they were not all touchdowns like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, like we've seen here and there, but really the, the defense, I was really impressed with how they played, especially, I mean, who else did they have? They, um, you know Thomas Leggett was out Nick McCann was out again uh Brandon Boyer Randall was luckily there we I don't remember if we mentioned on the podcast we didn't because this hadn't come at, hadn't come out yet but on the podcast we mentioned about him being identified as someone who was threatening to shoot up an IHOP and all sorts of stuff and the cops show up Turns out they had the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't him. And he was completely exonerated and allowed on the team and everything was, it, it sounds, it doesn't sound like swept under the rug stuff to me. It sounds like someone legit just described and pointed out the wrong person. Cause I think there was also a, a Chrys- a black Chrysler 300 in the area, which apparently looks a lot like a black Cadillac. That was that was what uh boy Randall was driving. But anyway, that's why he was able to play today, which uh, of course was very helpful. But I mean, the defense you, we've got to mention schoolers, huge, possibly game saving play. It kind of reminds me of Merriweather's possibly game saving play against Houston Baptist, just stopping the runner on basically the one yard line. And, I saw that replay and I don't know who he pushed out of the way, but it was a big dude. It, it, it was Schoeler a tight end basically. Yeah. He shoved the tight end <laughs> out of the way so that he <laughs> could get to Brewer and just
1: stonewalled him. Yeah. A, an excellent play. The schooler was, was in pass coverage on, on their tight end. Uh, and I think it was the Austrian guy, the big tall Austrian guy. Um and, the the tight end had run his route and turned around and looked for the ball. But uh, Brewer was already running at that point. So schooler had the benefit of being behind the tight end. Also looking back at Brewer, the tight end didn't know where schooler was, but what schooler did, I don't know. I I would like to think he did this intentionally, but he basically shielded himself out off from brewers vision. um, And then shucked him there, you know, Real close to when Brewer was there, and then just trucked him, like <laughs> Brewer may have whiplash from this hit, because I mean, it's mean, it, Brewer I, has just been he has just been manhandled
2: so much this year, I mean <laughs> not the, sure the kid, yeah,
1: yeah, not not sure Brewer knew he was there, and then all of a sudden he pops out of nowhere and then just blows him up um but they go on to hold uh you know not giving up a Baylor touchdown there. Uh, they keep your, your, your offense. Um, they keep your, your team in it. Schooler was your, your, your leading tackler tonight with 11. Eric Monroe, um, surprisingly wasn't <laughs> the guy you were thinking like, what? like what, what is he doing? He was your second leading tackler with 10, nine solo tackles. Um, Merriweather and Jeffers were next. Adam Beck felt like he was all over the place, but never making a play. (laughs) Like he was in the backfield a lot, especially early on. And it looked like they were using him to help, uh, do some of the, the zone read coverage. Um, but like, so he'd be in the backfield, like covering whoever didn't get the ball. It would seem Zach McPherson. I'm not sure why I'm not like his biggest fan. Uh, but he was, he was the one that came down with, with the lone interception today. Uh, it was an overthrown ball, uh, but he was there in the right spot, had, had a decent return on it. Um, your defense, like, like we said, did pretty well tonight. The, the, look,
2: at, look at something. If you, if you look down a little bit, if you can see the same thing I do, look at number 11.
1: I was about to say, I don't know if that's...
2: If, if I don't they, know if that's accurate or not, but uh, the yeah. stat broadcast we're looking at shows number 11, McLean Mannix with a tackle today. Now, I don't think that's right. (laughs) That just, that can't be right. Um, There was a number 11 out there that I know whiffed on a huge Charlie Brewer first down killing uh, tackle at some point, but I seriously doubt it was McLean Mannix putting defense. Eric Monroe wears number 11 on defense. That's gotta be what they meant. But, <clears throat> so maybe they credited one to him instead of, yeah, to Monroe. Anyway, okay, that that makes sense. Monroe whiffed on him on one pretty good. I mean, because he was, I saw it happening, and I thought, oh, good, we've got somebody there. And yeah, completely, completely missed. But anyway, he still had. If it was Monroe, <laughs> maybe that's another tackle to him. So he may have had eleven tackles today. Yeah, but the bit- the defense did like we've said they've quite a bit of times this year they've done enough to at least slow down an offense and especially what was helpful in this game that you didn't see in those other games was they didn't give up big scores late because that was always back breaking in the other games you know they they might hold up there into the bargain for fifty five of out of sixty minutes or something that did the last five minutes, it just kind of falls apart, but that didn't happen today.
1: No, and and I, I guess um you can thank Sir Roger Thompson for for taking that slide that you gave Baylor one less opportunity to to break your back. Um that's that's true. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to now look at that as a positive. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some questions really quickly before we just wrap this thing up. Alan Corbin says, "Can I be disappointed with the win? I think I am. Please help." Yeah, I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot you can look at uh, outside of Garibay's performance. And be like, man, that was that was stellar. Like, there's there, something, like, there's a lot to hang your hat on. I don't, I don't think there is. Um, I think you can say, like, if if this team goes on and and competes against Oklahoma State, uh, and and if they take care of business versus um Kansas to end the year and then you know you you, you can look back at this game like m- maybe this is this is where they were able to start putting everything together um but at at this point i mean yeah i mean you 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 love that you, you want a game um you know you move to was it 3 and 5 on the season two more games left outside shot of going 500 on the year at the very least 4 and 6 i think um, but you didn't outside of, I think a real late, uh, those last two drives, I think for the, in the fourth quarter, your offense was, was pretty stagnant. Um, you know, you didn't score your first touchdown, like I said, until the th- middle of the third quarter, um, you'd gone into halftime, thir- down 13 to six, but I don't know. I, I, Michael, can you be disappointed with a win? You can a, a little bit
2: because it almost feels like you just lucked your way into it. it I, I don't feel that this was a, a a calculated, perfect way to do it. I mean, there was there was an inexplicable reverse in your own territory that completely blew up in our face. I'm I'm not sure why that was a good call the the kicker that you've had on your bench all year comes in, and I'm going to count the one that you mentioned earlier, the 41-yarder that didn't count because of the false start, and boots five field goals, more than you've made all, I don't know, since November of last year. Mm-hmm. And he's just been on the bench this whole time. Um, that That's not a great look. The the two-quarterback thing, that's not a great look. It It kind of worked out, but no one – knows why and there was no confidence really going into the radio broadcast from uh, the guys on 97.3 because Yost and Wells both admitted that they have never done that before. They have never schemed or p- planned to play two quarterbacks in a game. And so you're going into this game going, oh boy, let's see how this happens. So I, I think that maybe not disappointed in a win, but just kind of realistically thinking, Tech just may have skated by on this one with some good defensive plays and playing a competent kicker who still missed a PAT. I mean, I don't want (laughs) to bring bring down all day Garibay, but that was a pretty poorly missed PAT. It was not even blocked.
1: He drilled it into the back of the offensive lineman.
2: Yeah, someone's going to have a bruise um, after that. Because, (laughs) I mean, if if this guy's making like 48 yard no doubters and he just pegs your (laughs) left butt cheek, you're going to be feeling that tomorrow. But I I think that's where probably Alan's kind of getting with the disappointed is that, yeah, it was a win, but it was almost in spite of in spite of everything the coaches were trying to do. The team still figured out how to win.
1: Yeah, and. And I think that's where I'm, I'm. I'm hesitant at this point to say like, oh, let's 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 crown this team as as, as turned the corner because it felt like there were plenty of opportunities. At least there was lots of pessimism on my end of saying, okay, how how are we gonna screw this up now? When when we went down, I think we were up 11 or no sorry, we were down 11. We we're like, this sets up perfectly for um, Wells to back his way into saying, I need a touchdown and I need a field goal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, sure. Everyone um, was doing all the math. And, and we, we even joked about, um, it didn't make sense to put Bowman back in at some point. And I said, Oh yeah, he's coming back in because the, I don't know, that's just something this coach and staff would do. And they did. And it seems like the right decision, but it was still just kind of the going back and forth thing. And then I also predicted that, Oh, well, we're not going to go for a PAT anymore. We're going to go for two from now on. And sure enough did even though Garibay, I'm sure, probably just flubbed the PAT. I, I don't know. Maybe that's his weakness. Maybe that's the reason he hasn't been a place kicker. It's because of PATs. Who, who knows? But it just kind of felt like, I, I mean, and I am. I'm proud of the players because they they stuck with it. They hung with it. And uh, they did a really good job, despite all of the other extracurricular
1: things going on. <laughs> Yeah, so <clears throat> excuse me. On on in terms of of PATs, uh, Garibay had one attempt today, and it was the one we mentioned. The other time Texas Tech scored a touchdown is when they went for two um, and and failed. So now when 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 we were kind of counting all those points and we were like thinking, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, I think this is an opportunity for 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 Wells to kind of back his way into saying we a touchdown a field goal. They scored the touchdown. Um, and then went for two. Had they made that two there, it would have been a 20 to 23 game. Um, and had they kicked the extra point, it still would have been a four point game. So, sure, absolutely the right call there to bring you within a field goal. Uh, because had you missed it or had you made the, the PAT, you still would have needed at least a touchdown. Yep. Um, so that decision didn't bother me. Um, i mean i i wish you had a better plate drawn up you had some pressure there that threw bowman off a little bit um but yeah like like i said earlier you scored 12 points there in the fourth quarter to baylor zero um the touchdown and two field goals with the missed two-point conversion um you like how you closed out the game by n- not giving away points michael you, you touched on that um you know now uh you you you've got Oklahoma State coming up next um, I believe it's a it's a bye week coming up yep so you, you got some, some time week. to to get healthy again um, yeah you, you have a bye week and then this Saturday after Thanksgiving you go on the road to Oklahoma State um, so like I said time to kind of work on on some of these things make sure uh, that Gary is ready to go on extra extra points because he was zero for one field goals looked great. Um, like that. I, I love the confidence of that, that he kind of injected into your team coming out and hitting a 48 yarder on his very first attempt. And this incredible. <laughs> less than ideal circumstances. It's not like the wind was at his back. It's not like this was a, you know, a calm day. Um, so. And then tech didn't lead again until time expired. Yeah. So they they, they took the three nothing lead and then, uh, hit it with, you know, zeros on the clock, twenty four twenty three. So Michael Texas deck wins one point here at home. Do you have any final thoughts, parting shots before we wrap this up? Uh,
2: yeah, it's going to be a big test against Oklahoma state. Um, you know, the big 12 was pretty much off this week outside of a dud of a game with uh TCU in West Virginia. So i be anxious to see how everyone is getting back to it next week, see how Oklahoma State looks, kind of get a closer look at them because I haven't been able to watch much of them this year. And, you know, that's going to be another tough one, but who knows? They play. All, all things All things can be better if you have a kicking game. You never know.
1: They play Oklahoma this weekend. Oh, Bettleham. That's, that that's a big one. So, I mean, in terms of like anytime you want to root for the Sooners, now would be a good time to go ahead. uh, (laughs) Boomer Sooner, go ahead and, and, and gross, take uh, some confidence down from Oklahoma state. Um, Remove them even further from any kind of conversation about winning the big 12. So that game, um, there's not a whole lot riding on that game for Oklahoma state when you go up there. Um, So with that said, and in mind, That'll do it this week on the 23 Personnel Podcast. Texas Tech wins um, despite the weather, despite not being able to score a touchdown until the middle of the third quarter. Um, all, all the things that you can kind of throw in, um, I don't know, in, in contrast of what should have happened or what could have happened to make the game go a little bit better. You win one point. doesn't matter how many points you win the game by, you win moved to three and five on the season, um, with two games left. So we will be back next week to do a little bi-week, um, podcasting. We'll see, uh, we'll see how that goes. What we're going to talk about, probably plenty of things to talk about even in a bye week probably getting ready for some basketball. Cause that'll be the following Monday. um, Anyways, for Michael, I'm Spencer. That'll do it for us on the 23 Personnel Podcast.
2: Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom
1: for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael
2: underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplains.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.